Welcome to Wired Up Outdoors, the podcast that shares captivating hunting stories that truly deserve to be told. I'm your host, Colton. Come with me as we dive deep into stories, tips, and insights from real hunting adventures. Whether you're an experienced hunter or getting excited for your first hunt, this podcast is your ultimate source for all things hunting. Join us for these heart-pounding moments that make hunting an unforgettable pursuit. Welcome everybody back to Wired Up Outdoors. Today we got an awesome hunting story for you. And I've got not one, not two, three guests on the show today. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Pretty cool. Hey, oh everybody introduce yourself. We've got a cross from me. My name is Callan Freestone. My sis-in-law. I am Brody Freestone. My brother-in-law. And Brooklyn Probert. A hottie. Oh. His wife, my wife and we're on the pod Oldest with my siblings. siblings. Former Freestone. Yep. Former Freestone. Former Freestone. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, guys, what are we talking about today? You tell me, dog. I don't really know. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking a deer hunting story. Of, of course. course. Wow. Jinx. <laughs> Jinx. Okay. <laughs> First of all. Introduce yourself a little more. Callan, what are you up to these days? Um, I'm Callan. I am a junior at BYU. I currently am moved home because I'm going to be serving an LDS mission. In March, I'll be going to Richmond, Virginia. So I'm taking a break from school for about 18 months, and I'll be back at it. Got a couple semesters left. I'm majoring in sports journalism with hopes to eventually end up at ESPN, but somewhere within the broadcasting or the print news world. In other so. words, she's been fangirling over my setup here. So true. <laughs> it's literally my job. <laughs> Brody, what's up with you? I did a semester at Weber State. I'm a freshman. I'm taking about two years off because I just passed my FAA written exam because I'm going to be a pilot. And Ooh. I start my pilot training January 29th. So now I'm just kind of laying low, relaxing until my real school starts at the end of January. Heck yeah. That's awesome. Like always, when someone new is on the podcast, love you've been introduced before. Like when I'm just kidding, say I'm something Colton's to people. Wife there you go. <laughs> back on the pod, it's always a blast. Um, we got a good story for you today. Heck yeah! But like always, when someone new is on here, I like introducing them because I'm sure we'll have plenty more hunting stories down the road. So now so you true. know who. Now you know who's here. What's going on with them? Um, so today's hunting story, we are talking about a deer hunt not too long ago, a few years back, um, where we go down to, we'll call it central Utah cause we don't like giving that away, sounds our, about right. we don't like giving away our hunting spots. Anyway, south Mysterious. of, south of Utah County here in Utah. Anyway. Um, where was it at? Utah? Utah. Gotcha. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe kind of gotcha, hun. Great. Anyway, so <laughs> I can't take this group seriously. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fun group. Fun group. Okay. Um, Brody Callen, have you guys hunted here before? What's, yes. Give me, give me a quick, quick down and dirty. Have you hunted before? What's what's your hunting experience like? Uh, deer hunting wise, I've been hunting since I was probably nine or 10 and I've been going down to this mysterious place in Utah the whole time. <laughs> we took a year off to go up to Northern Utah was not nearly as good. So we went back down to the mysterious Utah and that's been our deer hunting honey hole for the past eight years. That's now. a good word. Why? Thank you. <laughs> My hunting Cal, experience. Yeah, what's your hunting experience? Well, it's not quite as quite as long as Brody's. Brody's a boy, so he went with my dad quite a bit when he was little and my grandpa. Um, I went once when I was younger to this mysterious place in central Utah and my toes were so cold because it was snowy that I cried 20 minutes in and I made my mom come get me. <laughs> and I didn't go back until I was like, what, old enough to have a hunter safety license at like 14? Yeah, we were old. Me and Brooklyn were a little bit older when we started hunting just because our mom didn't grow up hunting. And so we kind of just always stayed back with our mom. But then we were like, hey, we actually kind of like this. It's kind of fun. And so we got our hunter safety. I was probably about 14, 15. And I've been hunting ever since, duck hunting, deer hunting. Heck and our yeah. mom does it too. 
She, she was a really good sport. To yeah, get her she is a really good sport. Us. Yep, she. Yeah, and she, she enjoys it because we get to do it as a family. True, so that's a lot of fun. She that doesn't was, like to shoot. She always, but she likes to be there. Yeah. Yeah. This this deer hunting experience was my first time um, hunting with the whole Freestone gang. I'd never been hunt deer hunting. It's so true. I'd never been deer hunting with you guys, and it was really, really, really fun to see that the way you guys have been doing it the last few years is it's a whole family affair because that's what it's all about is going and hanging out with family, making fun memories that way. And it's completely different from how you hunt. It's very true. It is. It is very (laughs) different. This man backpacks and hikes and all the fun stuff in a tent. Yeah. And we're in a ranger. Not a paved road, but a a very much paved dirt road. (laughs) And we sleep in the Motel 6. And we sleep in the Motel 6. But hey, it's a fun, it is a cool spot that I love. And I mean, I'm excited to go back because it's really cool. It is is really cool. Um, Awesome access and... The thing that blew me away about the area was it's not it's not like what I'm used to where it's like, oh, you find deer in like the really thick woods. Mm. Like you got to go deep. It was like, here's like, there's a main highway within sight and we're just hunting there on some so private true. land. So that's pretty sweet. Huge access. shout out to our family friend who I'm not going to reveal his source because <laughs> <laughs> I don't need people coming after him. But we are very grateful for him and his family to welcome us every year and yes. to allow us to hunt on this ground. Yep. I think that is a very good thing to remember. They are yeah. phenomenal hunting guides. They, they are they good know, hunting really guides. They know guide. that land like the back of their hand because their family's it's been so hunting true. for 50, Like the first time years. I went down there, I was like, this all looks the same to me. Like, I don't, I isn't don't it, know. Isn't it crazy how they you can just hunt a spot over and over and over again and then you just figure it out like yeah you become one with i the think deer. that's how i'm getting down there though like i used to like not know where i was mm-hmm. and now i know i could tell you all the different and now you navigate, of all the mountains tell and- me so we'll back up and then we'll go into that about different spots you like going but tell me so what's like when we decided to go down where were we staying how we get down there what's what was the game plan well, we usually get down the night before the hunt, and we just stop at the hotel, drop all of our gear off, and then we go to our guide's house. We kind of talk about the game plan with them, load up the rangers, the four-wheelers, everything, go back to the hotel. Then we usually wake up 3, 4 o'clock in the morning, yeah, head down. Early. We try and get down to his, his house at about 5. five or 5 and 6. 5 and yeah. 6. And then we all roll out in the rangers. Because there's a, there's a bunch of series of gates and roads, and there's certain areas we can't get into until sunrise, mm. because we, you have to wait until first light to shoot. So we get down to the first locked gate, wait there for about 20, 30 minutes, just kind of warming up, talking until the sun rises. It's a whole, like, they have it down you to gotta, a T. You got like, a routine yeah, of It's like by the minute. We're going to wait yes. for 24 yeah. minutes, and then we're going to go through the gate, and then we're going to make another six, uh-huh. and then we're going to drive to the And then the we're going to stare gate. at this mountain for four. Yeah. This mountain for fifteen. It is very much clockwork. Like it is. the deer, very much. the deer, the deer take the same path at the same time every day, down to the true. minute. Yeah, I've hunted with a few other people before, and it's funny how every every different people hunt different areas, but everybody has the same. I mean, ultimately, we're trying to get a deer, and it's funny how from year to year to year, you can figure out those patterns mm-hmm. and like your guys's dad has hunted down there the most mm-hmm. out of all of us. And he, I mean, it's just routine. It's just clockwork. Like mm-hmm. the deer normally come into this area. If they ain't there, we check here. And like certain here, times here. a day too, it's like, okay, this is the best spot to hunt during lunch. And this yep. is the best spot to hunt right before the sun goes down. And it's the same every single year. Like you guys have spots named for these areas. Like mm-hmm. what, what are some of the spots you go to? It's, I think it's awesome that you got names for, these locations the glass from and i don't even know why they are there like we just have been indoctrinated with these names we were t- we were told they were named something and we just ran with it we so didn't true. really sit to question it so, so true when you first get there once you get through all the gates and you can it's actually hunting time you drive clear east you go east through the main um canyon and then you turn left up a, a hill that they call christmas tree I don't know why it's called Christmas tree, but you always hunt, always hunt Christmas tree Maybe because first thing they in the got morning. Christmas trees there when they were yeah kids? before they the fire. Or? I but guess were, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, but I don't know. and this but, land is like a, it's like rolling hills with like some mesquite trees, and it's really cool area because it's not like insanely steep and rocky yeah. stuff. It's just like 
these foothills of the massive Wasatch Front. Lots of front. cedar, lots of oak brush. And but the hills that we know are way different but, from the hills that, like, when Dad first went started going down there, because they've mm-hmm. had two humongous uh, forest fires mm, yeah. in the past. Was I one, don't even one, know. one was probably like ten years ago. One was seven or eight. And so the land that we know is just the charred, um, burnt trees and barren dirt and rocks. Because a long time ago, I mean, it used to be sagebrush ten feet high, mm-hmm. and you couldn't see nothing. It was just thick, and it was like a jungle down there. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy though that? the deer still come back to that though yep. like that's what yeah. blows my mind is like they have as much as we have routines to hunt them they have their routines just to survive like they so just true. know where to go it's kind of cool it is cool so we get there well you missed one part okay, me and you drove it. down separate oh yeah and so. if you listened to <laughs> colton's turkey episode he talked about getting a speeding ticket Mm -hmm. and what happened when we drove down yeah so we drove we drove down after you guys and i got pulled over and the slick talker i am i guess i got myself out of it the ticket he flirted with the police officer he did i was there can confirm (laughs) (laughs) give him a little wink come on officer please i have to poop It was like was midnight. Like, yeah, oh, it was late. Man. It was late. We were in. I I'm mean, sorry. We were we're in trying like, just to make it to Nephi, sir. Yeah, he oh wanted gosh. to know why the heck we were going, <laughs> where we were going, at that hour because it was late. He was a lot nicer than the turkey cop because the turkey <laughs> cop, he was like, "Okay, sucks to be you. Slow down. Here's a hundred and fifty dollars." <laughs> oh, <laughs> so this that's guy was how. Like, oh, okay. That's yeah, how the weekend started for us, but we made it safely. Now yep. we're to the point. It's opening morning. Opening morning. We go th- through the gates like you're saying. We make it to our spot. And there's like six inches of snow on the ground. We oh, need yeah. to also talk about that because usually down there it is dustier than crap and it's drier than crap. And you come home with dirt boogers for literal months, but there's literal there's snow on the ground. And it is the first time that they'd seen snow down there in October in, in a, a while. while. In a while. In the first time I'd hunted in there. Me too. That was the first snowfall down there that I'd ever witnessed. So, and when you guys drive down, you go to the buddy, the friend's house that owns this property. You go down there and you actually drive your rangers from town into the foothills where you're hunting. Correct. I think that I yep. thought that was super fun. From our from our guide's cool too, driveway. I've never done that. Our guide. Our guide's driveway, <laughs> we weave through the town, get on the main highway, peel off on a dirt road and up until we wait at that first gate, it's usually about it's about 15-20 minutes of just driving. It's really not far though. It's not That's bad. so nice. I mean, personally, where we live in a city, I was like geeking out about that cuz it was like, "Oh my gosh, this is what I want." Like mm-hmm. this is my dream. You just wake up from lip, your bed. And wake up from my bed. Later, hop in my ranger, and in 15 minutes I'm deer hunting. Like Absolutely. that's freaking sick. It is. It's really cool. So it's a pretty sweet setup you guys got, and a and a pretty fortunate one because a lot of people that public land hunt, it's I'm out there with all the other lunatics in the world. Mm-hmm. But this area, I mean, we ran into some hunters. They were hunting on some like public land that were by mm-hmm. just from what I picked up on from your dad. But then we went into some of these other areas. And it is just their private property where only they can hunt. That's where, from what I picked up on, that's where we saw all the deer. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. It is but, fun. Uh, but you really only run into the public hunters when you're leaving and entering because the private land is completely surrounded by the public land. So you have to drive through the public land and deal with everyone. And then you get to a great big 60-acre plot of land that's mm-hmm. just private ju- that the family owns. That, mm-hmm. And really that, that's cool. what we hunt on. Pretty yeah. cool. But when we got to the gate, I was gonna there say, was mor- not a key that matched of, the lock. There oh, was yes. six inches of snow. We pulled up to the gate, and there was a surprise. Big we surprise. Well, because get through. So there's <laughs> you. You drive. You drive on the free road up to the first gate, and then from the first to the second gate is private. There's some rancher that runs horses down there, and yeah. that rancher and our guide have been in a battle for like. 30 years your your friend should have the right of way through the should have the right of way but the guy that owns the horses is not nice whatsoever and so it is a constant battle between him and he gave us a a little surprise and on the fence (laughs) he put a new padlock on and did not give us the passcode for it yeah so we were a little a little panicked because that's the only gate that has a lock on it every other gate is just kind of chained our frustration of do we break it no that's the wrong thing to do do we cut it off no that's the wrong thing to do 
we had to make a huge jaunt around. Oh yeah, which I thought was kind of a fun four wheeler ride. I mean, we got to see the countryside, yeah, but it did put a, been up there before on opening day. It did put a delay in the deer hunting plans. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we make we make this big loop, and it was actually a pretty rough ATV ride. It was. Your mom was a little scared. It's like on up that, over but. a literal mountain. You like get you're like on the point of a mountain to drop oh, yeah. into the land, and it's rocky. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the side we went on, it was super rocky. Mm-hmm. Well, and the road is barely no wider than the actual ATV. So there's maybe half a foot on each side of the ATV, I and mean, then it's straight uphill, straight downhill. Yeah, it it goes from a from a dirt road that you could drive a pickup on to literal small atv2 track with rocks everywhere and there's so. still six inches of snow on the ground still six inches of snow. <laughs> and it is cold and windy was so there we, snow on the first day yeah i yeah. swear there was mm-hmm. okay there was we drove we drove from our hotel yeah yeah because we woke up that morning we woke to the snow like, remember oh, yeah didn't we? No, it was it was we one, woke up we one got, of the mornings. We, all blurred to me, I'll be honest with you. We got to the hotel really late that night, and when we were going from the truck to the room, unpacking all of our stuff, that's when it started really that's snowing right. on us. That's right. Because mm-hmm. yep. the, the first weekend, it was two feet of snow, and then the second weekend, it was 70, 80, and we were getting yeah. sunburns on the second weekend. Yeah. Jeez. Crazy. So true. That's Utah. Gotta so we love make Utah. It opening day, though, we make it up to the top of the hill, and I remember we hunted around. Did we, we didn't get this deer on opening day. We didn't get any deer on opening day. I don't day. think we did. I think, we, I, I want to say we got this on like day three or like day two or three. We had three, three tags between all the family, uh, in our pocket. I believe it was you, you Brody and your dad. I think that so. sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So opening day was kind of a bust the, between the gate being locked and we did kind of get access into the. We couldn't do the normal routine from what I've picked up on. But the second day we wake up and I remember it didn't didn't opening day like snow a bunch too. Like while yeah, we were out there. I it feel was, like it snowed a lot that night. And then my dad was like, we'll see if it snows through the night and then we'll kind of see when we want to get up in the morning. Because it was supposed to like snow all yep. night. And we were like, oh, if there's four feet of snow on the ground, we don't really want to be driving through that canyon. Which personally, I was sitting there going, if it snows all night. And then it clears up in the morning. We're gonna have a dang good hunt. Mm. Like that's like that's like prime time when deer hunting's good because you can see them good, track them good. I mean, it's it's awesome. Yeah, but it's but it's really risky because if it but if it snows all through the night and then it, do, it doesn't get sunny or clear during the day, it, they get the deer get so socked in they just they just bed down and you, they don't move an inch all awesome. day. So it's a it's just a gamble. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Well, so opening day was a bust, but the second day we wake up to a pretty dang good day. Yeah, I we remember. had, remember it was like, we got up and ate like breakfast at the hotel. Remember mm-hmm. that the yeah. scary well, little we saw, motel? We yeah, took, we saw the storm was, was coming so much in. And so, so we just waited a little bit. We'll just take our time. We yeah, had like a weird say, little continental breakfast. We literally like didn't wait until I think like nine or 10. It was a lady and, with apple a dog. Apple and a stale muffin. <laughs> we, watched, yeah. uh, we watched a lady get mad at another lady for her dogs <laughs> in the uh, hotel lobby. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh yeah. Hotel <laughs> is not the right word for this either. Let me make that abundantly clear. And motel is a compliment. It is very in. much a motel, and it is very much not five stars. It's, uh, it, it is crusty, but it is near and dear to my heart. It is. <laughs> it's all there is, okay? <laughs> it really beats. Town. It beats the floor of the, the world. Yeah. So I was going to say, I mean, compared to Tenton, it's pretty nice. It but is. No, yep. I I really, really like it. <laughs> Sorry, I keep pounding that nail. Um, so, second day, though, we go up, and... We wake up to a bluebird day, or well, it got clear in mm-hmm. the end, yeah. and we were able to finally get through this gate. Right? We, yeah. We went through the gate. We figured on the out the gate. Day. Yep. That was nice. so. We figured out the gate situation, and we were finally able to do the routine. So I thought that was kind of cool because, like, we went all over the place on opening day. It was like everybody was thrown off a little bit because it's like we can't do our routine. But second day, it was game time now because you guys could do your routine Mm -hmm. and the deer were so easy to spot with the snow. The deer with the fresh snow were easy to spot. I remember we come around and we didn't quite make it to what you guys call Christmas tree before we saw this deer. Oh yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we spot a deer on hillside, uh, several deer on this hillside. So we pull the Rangers over 
Like and maybe 200 yards out is all. 250? Yeah, about 200 say? yards yeah, out. It was not far. And we see deer, deer, deer. And finally it's like, okay, there's a couple bucks. Good mm-hmm. two points, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, Callan was up. She's ready to shoot. Callan, give your rundown of what happened next. Yeah. So I was like propped up on the ranger. It was standing broadside. I swear I hit it like straight up in the chest where I was supposed to. Because I never know where to hit the deer. I always have to ask my dad because I'm still new to this. And so uh, I hit it. Would this have been your first deer? Um, Officially, yes. Okay. The reason she says officially is because the year before two, maybe. Yeah. We kind of tag teamed one. All three of us kind of tag teamed one. And we really weren't sure who we weren't sure it. whose bullet we hit. were all but aiming but i was the only one shooting this, with this, this deer. time was callan yeah shooting. yes so and it was pro- broadside and it was like 200 yards away and i hit it and it like reared up and like you could see that it had been hit and then it disappeared i mean i thought you i thought you nailed the thing i, I remember I, I, did too. I remember watching it and it's like it hunched up uh-huh. And it was like, oh, she hit it right in the breadbasket. I mean, right. she nailed that thing. And that's what I was told, and I followed it. I think I sh- tried to shoot at it one more time, but I missed, and then we lost it. But then we kept, but then we went and looked for it. We literally hiked up the hill in the snow. It was all wet, and we were like, well, oh, the we, blood will be easy to find because there's snow. Yeah, we. Wa- I remember watching it lay down, and it, we're all freaking out because uh-huh. we're like, it's right there still. Like, just run up the hill right. and shoot the thing. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, it's right there. Well, yep. then all of we'll a sudden, take a gun just in case we go up there and it's nowhere to be found. Yeah, the thing was like it was a ghost. so weird. No blood anywhere. Like literally could not find it. Anywhere. We spent a good part of an hour, hour and a half. We walked that two. whole hill. And that wasn't I mean, a big I, hill. It wasn't like you were hiking up a whole mountain to find it. Right. There. Like no. you guys were covering a lot of ground. We you were, and we, Callan and I my mean, dad. I remember I hiked to the top mm-hmm. and was zigzagging one side while you and your dad were zigzagging up the other. It was Brody. wild. Brody walked up yeah. the middle with we his easily, gun. We easily we did it. three or four passes on that mountain, and we but just like, could not find anything. But, like, all that to say, like, if the deer was down somewhere, we would have seen it. That's how much we walked, and that's how much ground we covered, and that's how well we covered that mountain. That deer would have been found if it would have actually yeah, fallen. So we, we and did so our, we're convinced that, like, it just, I don't even know where it went. We did our due diligence in for sure trying to find We also went deer. back later because I had a gut feeling that it was up there somewhere. And yep. there was a spot that we had missed. And so I said, I just want to go up there for peace of mind because I want to, you know, want to do the right thing. I think it could be up there. So we definitely did do the right thing. We did our due diligence and we did our best to find it. But it just, I don't even know where it went. It just disappeared. It yep. got out of there. So I just remembered a crucial part of day one real quick we need to talk about. So after getting around on the gate and everything, day one because this is going to lead into the deer that so we actually true. that we actually get. We hike out on this big finger of a ridge and and when we get out there, we see a pretty good buck. I mean a, a good 4 by 4 And we tried getting shots off at it. We we were hunting with some other friends of the property owner, you know, our our guide here. And he we couldn't get this kid on it, and I remember me and Brooklyn were just flushing because we didn't have tags, and we were trying to find we were trying to find the steer, and we couldn't get the kid on it, and then we see it again and couldn't get him on it again. Finally, we pushed this ridge. Well, Brody, Callan, uh, Dave, Janet, they all go down and around, mm. and are at the end of this ridge where we are pushing these deer. So we're like, well, they, they're going to have to see it. And who else was down there with you? Was it the, he ended up shooting the leg off of the deer. Mm-hmm. What it was, was his, we his were, friends. And yeah, yeah. We were all kind of like spread out because we have a couple people. Our guide that we go with has relatives and kids and stuff that come with us too when they get tags. And so there was probably like a good, eight to 12 of us down there there was there was almost a dozen shooters so we had at least five or six people with tags and everybody else was pushing so yeah so the yeah the people pushing so there was like six of you down we were kind of yeah we were all lined up in different spots as to where we thought the deer would go depending on if they went high or low well and going back to them hunting on that land forever 
they, they kind of know. They're like, mm-hmm. well, the deer will either kind of go up we, and over this ridge or they'll go down and around this, here. done right. this deer push so, before. They normally yep. do this, this, or this. So we're going to so set true. you up here and we're going to set you up here because mm-hmm. depending on where they go, this gives you a really good chance. Yeah. So I remember in me and Brooklyn's group, the pushing group, we had one gun and that was this kid. He couldn't get on this four-point buck. He pushes down. He gets on this other deer. Shoots the freaking leg off of it. Couldn't find it, which is all right. I mean, they spent their time looking and looking and looking and looking for it. It ends up running off. It's what happens, okay? But we push around the end of this of this ridge, and that's when we I, hear all hell break loose where yes. you guys are coming. Me and Callan are survivors. Me and Brody are sitting there, and I just remember Colton jumping up in the air, screaming, pointing that deer that deer it's down there go run <laughs> and we're like trying to find this deer like bounding down this hill me and Callan me and like are running laterally area. across you, this me, hill me and brooklyn are like 200 yards up right. on the ridge we finally make it to the end so funny and that's when i see down there by you guys yeah. past you guys because like, we couldn't see it because we were so yards. flat mm-hmm. but There's, colton's like jumping in the air yeah. he's waving his hands everywhere and i'm like what is this and man no one doing? no one can hear on the and walkies he, yeah and he yeah the walkies don't work for some reason ever yeah. and me and Callan were me and Callan were way too low so we are sprinting laterally across this mountain like mountain goats in the snow in the snow and mountain so we goats. finally <laughs> we finally find a rock to sit on prop up i'm shooting Callan's spot Callan's backing me up and what we didn't know at the time was the other little kid and his dad that were we that were invited down with us, they were probably 40, 50 yards above us. But when we were looking up the mountain, the following the curve of the mountain, they were like in our blind spot and we couldn't see them. And so we see Colton doing somersaults on the mountain <laughs> oh, yeah. and he is just freaking out. I was, I was like, how do you not? And we how see, do you not see that deer? We see, right we him. see easily like, what five or six head booking it across the yeah. canyon. Well, and so, there was a good, there was a good buck leading the leading the line. And so me and Callan scope up on them, and I'm sitting there, I'm tracking, tracking, and just as they slow down, I just get ready to pull the trigger, and me and Callan get our eardrums blown out because the kid that we at the time we didn't know was above us decided just to guns ablaze at this deer and didn't ask anyone if we were sitting below them and he didn't have any any care for anyone else but himself and so he shot freaked me and Callan out because we didn't know where these gunshots were coming Eardrums from drums gone <laughs> and so then naturally he spooks the deer and so then we we're kind of huffing and puffing and then me and Callan walk back to the ranger and we're just and living in the, in the midst of all this another friend that's in the group hunting shoots at this original four-point buck that mm-hmm. we saw it the push worked it pushed it all these deer mm-hmm. right down towards you guys pretty awesome and he ends up th- this sounds like the story of deer getting their legs shot off i swear <laughs> because he shoots yeah. the leg off of this deer too it was like we swear we frick. don't do it on purpose it yeah. just happens it's just hey that's hunting for you you know and just like, like stop moving like and always shoot you where you're supposed exactly. to be exactly so that's that's the deer we shot and so we're like well we wounded a deer mm-hmm. the other deer were other people's thing we wound we shot at this deer that Callan shot at which is the next day we'll, we'll come back to that but we we do our due diligence every single time to go and check for blood check for deer mm-hmm. those things are resilient they just they want to live obviously and this is this is now the deer that I am cartwheeling down the mountain <laughs> trying to get these guys' attention. That's a pretty like, accurate turn depiction. Around, turn around. I'm like, I remember I'm like hauling to where my binos are smacking me in the face. I darn near throw those things off of me. And real. The the next part was about as western as I've ever seen deer hunt get. Cause we jump in the ranger and we are hauling ass across this. <laughs> Across this, I didn't think we could swear. Sorry, I, <laughs> keep in mind, Dad. Sh- love you to death, Dad. But it was a little spooky. He with was you driving it, in that it Ranger. Was. We, <laughs> keep in mind, we are on this private property, and we're just like no path. It's buck fever, baby. <laughs> we are driving down these hills, easily doing thirty. Okay, but keep down in this mind mountain. that one of the doors on the Ranger is not completely closed and gets caught on the sagebrush and rips off. Ooh, in, yeah, in was, the thick of all of this, well, yeah, the yeah, doors on the Ranger open up backwards, so quick they, plug. they flare open, and yeah. we hit a bush that we didn't know was there and <laughs> ripped this door off. So, but I digress. We keep driving. <laughs> we, yeah, we make it to where we thought that we saw this deer, and yet again, nowhere to be found. I did find a cool shed, though. 
He you did. remember that? We we That's looked. True. I found a cool shed. So that was yeah. That was about as western as it ever gets. It really was. I mean, we were. It was we like were, tornado chasers, you know. Stop! Get out! Try <laughs> to shoot it! No! Damn it! <laughs> Another one. Cool. Sorry. It, Sorry. That was some of the most intense stuff I've ever seen. And then it just disappears. Like. And then it disappears. How? Like, yeah, what the crap. I hate that for me. So that was kind of the end of that day. Back to Callan shoots. Didn't quite get this deer. So we're hunting again. We go up to Christmas tree. You remember that big buck that we saw right there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We actually came down the hill and we were posted up, remember? Yep. And it was we, that oh same gosh, spot yes. where you guys had tried before when those yeah. deer came over the top of Christmas that mountain. tree. Mm-hmm. Went up to Christmas tree, looked back down towards where we just drove, mm-hmm. and there is a good buck. I mean, what was he? A big three point, big four point yeah. or something? One of the bigger ones. I think he was seen. a big three. Big three. And Sounds so right. we make this game plan to drive back down the ridge and we post up. While your dad chases after him down the ridge, hoping to push again. And I think, didn't your dad get a couple shots off at it? I don't remember, honestly. I don't either. I think he There was a- way too much adrenaline flowing. I do not remember. <laughs> yeah. I think he got a couple shots off at it, but it was one of those where it's like a Hail Mary, let's try getting it. Just in work. In all reality, he just wanted to shoot that new gun. So he said, why not? Oh, yeah. he, he Oh, yeah. He was hunting with a new gun. Right? New, yep. Big new rifle. So he's Pretty like, cool. why the heck not? So he gives it a lob. Not quite. We hike back down. And at this point, um, let's see here. What happened next? We, I, I think we, didn't we see those big deer up on the hill? We, we Right at the first of the morning, we spotted a couple monsters i mean they monsters were, right up at the skyline they were good deer and it like i was chomping at the bit like let's hike up there oh my gosh it's foaming at the mouth like, I, yeah i was foaming at the mouth over these deer that is the one bad part with the locals that we go to is some of them are stri- <laughs> um old school in their ways and yeah. even if you see one like we did up at the skyline it doesn't fall into the routine of going christmas tree first so it's christmas tree first or nothing first and we're like hey there's you right there and they're like oh no 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 we well those will be back in the evening we'll just go Which, where we usually hey, do i respect i respect the hunting tradition because it works at the same time however, when i see it however, however if you see that many big deer you and you just don't care to go push well, them you get now, a little anxious. You, this was I a, also, a big hill that they were at. I, mean, I do I, feel like that was part of it, too. Yeah. They, they physically might not be able to go get them, but we yeah. were like, hey, we're four young but guys. I'm like, so sorry. Why don't we go? No shade. True. But if you can see the antlers with your naked eye and you don't have to say it's a buck through your binoculars, from like, let me take a from shot. From like four or from like at least away. four to five. I'll hike yards. up yeah. the top of the hill. I will hike the mountain. So, well, anyway, to go with Brooklyn, our guides are 60 and 70. So they're not in the the best so physical condition to go and push these deer with us. But we are four young bodies. On this hunting trip, there is our big buck got away story right there. Anyway. So. Yeah. I remember we hunt, we hunt the rest of that day. It seemed like we'd seen a few other deer, but nothing that we could chase. We end up going back out towards where we started over in the area where we saw over in the area where we shot at or not shot at where we chased after in the ranger, mm-hmm. this four point buck. And I remember we were all pretty down cause it's just like, oh, well, crap, we didn't end up getting anything. Mm-hmm. missed a deer missed another opportunity couldn't chase after these others we're heading out and lo and behold right where we lost this deer the day before uncle tom's knoll uncle the tom's, tom's knoll i don't know who uncle tom is and i don't know what a knoll is and we hunted every year i'm sure he was lovely he might i'm sure he was a good soul a, a good, good soul. man a good knoll uncle uncle tom's knoll provides again Yes. The so gift that keeps on giving. We see this. <laughs> so I remember we pull around and we see this deer and we're like, holy crap, jump out and shoot this thing. But it takes off with about how many deer were in that group? There was a few. 20? At least. At, easily. There was I mean, a there lot. Were 20 in the, uh, maybe two groups came together. Mm-hmm. But I mean. Well, and that's, that's the, the beauty end, of this like place is every day, you will, every day you can easily see at least 50 deer. Oh, yeah. I mean, no. there's just. 
stupid amounts of deer up there. And, and new deer. They're always moving around. I mean, whatever. I mean, this year you guys saw elk and mm-hmm. saw a bunch of new deer that you've never seen before or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that is the beauty of this place. So I remember we didn't quite get them right when we saw them. So we circle back up and around to the top of Uncle is it Uncle Tom's? Is Uncle Tom's Knoll. Called? Uncle Tom's Knoll. Uncle Tom's Knoll. And we make a pretty dang cool stock on these deer. I mean, we come up over the ridge, and I'll post the pictures because um, Jana and Brooklyn, were you guys back in the ranger when we all ran up towards the top of this ridge? Yeah, we yeah. were coming, but a little bit slower than y'all running <laughs> That's with right. your guns. We were, we were me, really me and Callan jumped out first with the we guns, really and then excited. our dad jumped out with us because he was he was there with the um, spot and scope. And then Colt had his binoculars, too. And then Colt has binoculars. Mm-hmm. So my dad, my dad and Colton were... were um, Let's actually make it clear it's that Colin was the first one anywhere, actually, and True. he didn't even have a tag. Colin is quite literally a I, mountain goat. Colton and will hunt. He was for a track a star. He was running. Low key. I get excited. Buck <laughs> fever. Oh yeah, he likes the gear. Buck fever. Buck fever. I wish we Takes had over. footage of Dad literally throwing the ranger into park. Throwing. I mean, <laughs> and then like he's tumbling out as the ranger's oh, coming so to true. a stop. Like, the saying, grind so it till you find it, could not have been any better. It's so <laughs> true. <laughs> but also commendable because he wants to get his kid a deer. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's a cold, Good. wet day and it's the last, it's like our last push. I'm telling you, we, we were, and because we were in years prior, down. it I mean, was we so were like, down. We were down serious, so bad. I'll it's be real. wet, it's cold. We've missed all these deer. We couldn't Starving. find Callan's deer. Give couldn't us find something. My deer. Well, so we come up over that ridge mm-hmm. after we had thrown all these ranger, the ranger in park. We all bail out, and we see this deer, and mm-hmm. he was laying. Da- wasn't he laying down? Yeah, he like laid down. I mean, because yeah. he just got his. There was a leg ton of them off. though that we had to pick through. Oh yeah, there was a bunch of does and fawns and so stuff we in the we mix picked too. through, picked through. Finally, we see this. Was he the only buck in the group? He was one of them. Yeah, I mean, there was only, he was he was the biggest. He was so the we, biggest. We Maybe there was like another two point. Just or something big chilling like under the tree. And he was chilling because I mean he's had his leg blown off. He's laying down, and all three of you guys were like we ain't letting this deer go so you guys all shot firing squad literal yeah. firing squad um, it was so we really were, epic. we were we desperate and we we're not we were not chancing anything i'm Our, laying in the snow and we're like i'm sitting boom, there with boom, my boom. binos like freaking out yeah <laughs> Just, here here are all these shots and it's like he ain't down <laughs> it was hard though because he was just sitting there it's not like a normal deer oh, that's no. standing and, that drops when you hit him or that runs and then drops so it was like did we actually hit him? Well, well and I mean, we he was ran, he was laying on his side, seventy yards from the yeah from the ranger too. And he was like hill. under a shady tree, and it was just yeah. kind of difficult. Yep. He was under a tree. He was laying on his side. His legs were kicked in front of him. There were branches down in front of him. So like your traditional aiming points were completely thrown out the window because You're like aiming I mean, for his I, neck. I wouldn't be able to make that shot. I mean, after running up that hill and crap, I mean that I would go through a box of shells. <laughs> <laughs> Serious. I did go through a box of shells. So they, <laughs> so you guys, you guys are shooting, you shooting, and what happened next? I, I mean, I remember sitting there, and the deer, the deer got up. Someone hit him. So Callan, Callan took next? Callan took lead, and I was her backup. She shot it, didn't quite go down. I shot it, and it then it I just kind it, it, it still just kind of laid there so that was, that was the hard yeah. part. And so, but we knew it wasn't going anywhere. It was kind of tumbling around because someone mm-hmm. right. hit it. Just didn't drop it. Yeah. And so it just kind of hunkered down and sat. And so we kind of got back in the ranger and went around to it. Right? We f- we fired more mm. on the hill because the highlight of the story. So I was, I didn't pick a good shooting spot. I was just kind of kneeling down with my hand on my elbow. And I went to go take a second shot on it. And it got up right as I went to shoot. And this is where I might or might not have blown the antler off. Yeah. I remember. You uh, did. Yeah, I, I most head, definitely did. Its head went down, and it had two on, and then its head came up, and its head had one. Yeah. So what I think happened is we didn't, because we didn't quite kill it, because when we did drive around, I put the final shot. I put it down when we got mm. to it, because we had already shot at it enough. So I just right. wanted to be as humane as possible and end it, end yep. it quickly. But it, I hit the, I hit the antler, and I believe because so I was shooting my grandpa's old seven mm. Everyone else was shooting a two forty three. And so when I hit it, it hit it with enough force that it knocked it out. And that's why its head kind of flew back because I knocked the deer unconscious. Then by the time we drove around and got up to it, it was back to and it was yeah. missing an antler. 
Yep. Like not a whole antler, just like one of its spikes. Like its biggest spike, though. The top so half of the biggest spike. It kind of looked top like half a, of the biggest spike. You shot it right. It was at the, the whole base. thing. It's the whole side. Oh, it was the entire. Thing. I, thought, yeah. I, I thought it was. I thought it was just the spike. Oh off. no, it was no, the whole it, thing. It, it was the whole. He- I'm the whole mixing antler. up years. This is not the first occurrence. I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fun side Hard note. To believe. Yeah, whole. Okay, yeah. yeah my whole it was my, the my three point I got this year That's was the same bad. thing. Me and Callan were running through the sagebrush. This one would drop by the fence, and the first shot I hit it, I nailed it at the very tip of the antler. And then when I walked up, I had to put it between its eyes, execution style. But. That's a story That's for another day. That's a story day. for another day. Yep, Sorry, another day. getting my antlers mixed up. My apologies. So yeah, we we end up shooting that deer, knock its horn right off. Completely I, I off. I never I had never seen that. It I was, was like, wild. wow, how about that? It was crazy. It, it made for we, funny pictures. It was the hilarious. pictures were hilarious. But they might not have been ethical, but the they were funny. Sure. We we ended up putting the thing out of its misery because that's that is the the responsible thing to do first of all. But no, we uh, it, good time. I mean, we ended up getting the deer happy as all get up. We drive out on the ranger. I mean. It was so cold. So my so cold. time stamp, I was just looking at it. We had made it back to our friend's house to um, gut the deer by 4 p.m. that so day. So we, we had hunted oh, yeah. from... That was epic. From what? <laughs> we got to the hill at 8 or something. Yeah. Well, cause, a little later than we wanted to. Well, because right before dinner, there was a huge <laughs> snowstorm pushing in. So we were, we were trying to beat daylight and beat this storm that was coming in. So yep. yeah. we only had yeah. about a 30-minute window to actually shoot this deer. So, I mean, it that worked out pretty dang good in the end. Mm-hmm. So not a bad location either. We didn't have to take it very far after we got it too. Yeah, no, we dragged drag it, it out pretty anything. good. Used some cool new straps that we had, some like dragon straps that mm-hmm. broke. Yep, <laughs> they that were was, cheap. We on, thought they were cool we straps until they snapped in half. They were cool for like twenty seconds, and then yeah. they broke. But you use this new uh, butt plug thing, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> oh, whatever what? the freak you call that. It didn't work the either. Gut ripper. <laughs> yeah, basically. Gut the bu- the basically butt, the butt it, ripper. So the whole idea working. is it's supposed to speed up the cleaning process. Yeah, we won't be posting pictures about that one. Because <laughs> for those for those who it's have cleaned a deer, it uh, even a skilled hunter, it still takes probably 15, 20 minutes to really thoroughly clean it it's out. So yeah, messy. yeah. If you're and if you're straight up gutting a deer, not quartering it, not yeah, just yeah, not just taking legs, gutting up, it to put it in the ranger because we skin it when we get back to our guide's house. So you're supposed to take the knife and go around the butt. And you basically just pull everything out like a big tube. And supposedly, this butt plug is you put it in and you twist it like a cork. Well, that's what it is. You twist it like a cork and it's it's supposed to put like four steps into one, but... The, it, it did not work. Yeah, it, didn't it work. just made it just, a worse it mess. It went in and just ripped everything apart. And it, it ripped like, it ripped it all well, from the thanks. inside. So then Dave well, was really excited, but then also really disappointed. So then, what little handle so you funny. had to pull out, you were just pulling pieces, and oh my it gosh, it was so shot. messy. It was worth it. Truly shot. was. And it was in the it was in the snow. It was in the snow, and then it was so muddy. So it was mud and blood and snow, and oh, it was a nightmare trying to gut that deer. And we were and we were racing. We were doing it in the dark too. Well, and it was cold, yeah. so you it couldn't feel your so hands. Oh, yeah, you couldn't feel your hands. You didn't so know where wet. your knife was. And this, oh. I do remember uh, it was kind of funny. Your mom walked up to the deer. I mean, once again, whole family affair. I mean, it's fun to get everybody there to take pictures and stuff. Your mom walked up, and I remember I I pull up my sleeves to help gut this deer, and this was the first time I told him, "Oh yeah, I'm allergic to deer hair, by the way." <laughs> And she's like, what? So like, funny. I remember she was like, what? Like, you hunt <laughs> all the time? And it, 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 she just was blown away. It wasn't even I, I his deer. Didn't even have a tag. And he said, let me gut this deer for you. Hey. He rolled up his sleeves and just jumped in head first. Got a chip in. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Pitch in. It was funny, though. Chip in. And then after after getting the deer, he goes, oh, yeah, by the way. I'm allergic. <laughs> can someone itch my nose for me? Yeah, can, someone <laughs> can someone itch my, no- ner- my nose for me? My airway is closing up. <laughs> oh, so good funny. times. Good times. So anyway, pretty pretty awesome, though, that we're able to come back to this friend's house. Once again, my dream, we drove this deer back to the friend's house, and you guys ended up giving the horns to the buddy that shot the, the leg off and stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool because – I mean, I would have been like, sucker, I got the horns. But <laughs> anyway, nope, that was really cool. You guys, you gave it to the guy that ended up hitting this deer very first. And 
Um, he was able to fill his freezer too. He was able to fill his really freezer nice. too with it. Because we, had, we yeah. had had three or four deer already in our freezer from years yeah. prior. So we did not need the meat. So we were yeah, that was, we that were was perfectly really okay nice. with donating it to him. That was pretty cool he, they, they were in need of it. Yep. yep. And we still had two tags to fill. So Two tags <laughs> to fill the next weekend. So to kind of go through the next weekend because it's back to routines and everything did you end up getting your deer brody yeah so on the second weekend it was just me it was just me and my dad that so, went down with the guys real quick we ended up punching i think Callan's tag because you couldn't make it down the second weekend yeah i had school or once again kind of kind of a tag team thing but yeah. we punch Callan's tag brody goes down the next weekend so did you my- have any luck Yes, me and my dad went down the next weekend, same routines like usual, and every day at lunchtime, there is this one hill, and like, when you say you feel like a mountain goat, this is not an understatement, because this hill is easily like a 50, 60 degree angle. I mean, you are parked sideways trying not to fall down. It's a steep sucker. But this is the lunch hill. I don't know why we eat lunch here. It is so difficult, because you can't set your food down, because it's going to roll clear to the bottom of the hill. (laughs) You have to hold everything. (laughs) Your ankles are about breaking. Your toes are punching the front of your boot and it's just miserable but this is the hill we always eat lunch but hey it's where yeah so i was gonna say it's the lunch we're it's just lunch we're just kind of sitting there just messing around and just talking having a good time just enjoying the company enjoying nature and we had been up there a good 30 45 minutes just kind of sitting there it was a slow day we're like all right we're just gonna sit and take our time and right at the end of lunch this deer just pokes its head up and he's just kind of like hey guys what are you guys talking about what are you doing and he is he at, said that exactly wow. word for word oh my gosh close quote, <laughs> close quote. <laughs> and he just kind of stands up and just looks at us and we're all i mean my mouth's full of food i'm just like oh, that, that and then we're like oh a little two points staring at us and he is he's he is at most like 50 yards away from us i mean i could shoot a spitball and hit this deer and so my dad's like get your gun get your gun get your gun so i throw my sandwich on the floor because i got bigger things to worry about and I grab my rifle and I shoot it as it's running down the hill. It runs and then it drops. And we're like, all right, guys, we're going to go and get this deer. So we take a 30-second ranger ride down to the bottom of this hill. And I am standing maybe 10 yards away from this deer. And it's just sitting in a bush looking at me. So I take one more shot, put it down. And then me and my dad hurry and clean it, skin, clean it and gut it. And then throw it in the back of our ranger, drive back up the hill and continue our lunch. One of these days we'll hit a deer just one shot where it's supposed one to right shot, behind its hip. It and just call it a day yep. not not this year though hey you know it's how it goes it doesn't it's matter how, how you get a deer as long as we get a deer well, i was gonna say i mean you still got them so i mean so true we were shot as respectful as we could like, have been as humane as we could have been but I make, some things just I happen make the best shot that i can but yet it still tends to wander tends to whatever is what it is all righty you guys well that's cool so you ended up filling two tags out of the three. Pretty mm-hmm. dang awesome. Two tags on two weekends. Very successful. Heck yeah. Not bad. What are you saying? You, you know, you got a mic too. You can talk. <laughs> Colton's forgetting to ask you, what did you feel like you learned? Oh, oh yes. In Thank this you. episode. Yep. Thank uh-huh. you. In this episode on this hunt. On this on this hunt. So out of both both weekends for you guys, your weekend on weekend one, what was the biggest thing that you learned in this hunt? I mean, just like it can be anything gear related, weather, how the hunt went down, how the deer acted, just anything. What did you learn? Just like be better aim and like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think I'm going to go with the safe approach and I'm going to say just to be patient while you're hunting because I'm not a very patient person I've learned especially with hunting i just like want a deer to just be be right in front of me and then i just want to shoot it and be done in like an hour's worth of time and not be on a mountain all day but that's obviously not how it works but it was kind of hard after hitting that deer and not being able to find it i like was like hey i'm done i don't care anymore but just to stay patient and to find that second deer i think was big so it was it was fun being able to do the run around to traditional spot to this spot to this spot to this spot to this spot and then we kind of all threw our hands up in the air. But then if you just remember, like you said, to be patient, deer will come back. They, they are animals of habit. They will eventually make it back to where they like being safe. And you can go back there too and find them again. It's just patience game. Nope, for sure. Brody, what I'm, did you learn on the hunt? I'm kind of along the same line of patience. I mean, it's really just like in the moments that matter, like when you do have a deer in your scope, you just have to take a breath think with your rational brain and just kind of like 
um, look at the situation because it's like me and my dad, we can do all the target practice we want on a paper target at so many yards away. But when it's a when it's a moving target going downhill and away from you, it, you you don't aim the same way. So you just kind of have to mm-hmm. calm the buck fever, calm the adrenaline. You just have to kind of sit there, think about it, plot out your shot, and then take your time. And what's dad's classic line? If you aim small. Aim, aim small, you miss small. Ooh, that's Bars. A, that's a good one. Yep. Put that on a t-shirt. I don't know. Yeah. Put that in the history books. <laughs> if you aim small, you Write miss small. Write that down. Small. That's a good one. I like that. Do you want to do what I learned? Yeah, I was just going to ask you. <laughs> I was just going to ask you. What What did you learn, love? Um, I learned that as cold as hunting in the snow is, that it's actually a lot easier. So much better. <laughs> I will forever pray for snow. The yeah, snow was year. so nice. Snow over dust snow. any day. Word. Yeah. Yeah, and we're talking wet. like when we hunt down there, the dust is like three inches it's thick so on the bottom of the four wheeler floor. We're talking like you can't Utah. You can't see right the camel there. print I mean, on your pants. Your shirt it's isn't like orange anymore, sugar, dude. It is, it is so thick, thick and it is and disgusting. on everything. I just remember seeing because once again, this was my first hunt down there. I had never been down there before. I mean, feel pretty blessed that I'd never been down there with that thick of dust. Because I mean, man, <laughs> I saw. I've seen pictures from years past of you guys' hunts down there, and it is like down insane. to dust in our eyelashes. Like you have to like yeah. that's oh, yeah. silly. Yeah. You cannot be closer than like a hundred yards to the ATV in front of you, or you're it's you're covered. So crazy. We'll have to post pictures of the dust too. It's bad, but the weather was really helpful. Perfect. As cold as it was, helpful and paid off a lot for us. It, I it agree. moves deer around. You're able to see them better when you actually shoot them. You're able to track them better. Kind of goes back to Callan's deer. I mean. Even though we missed it, I mean, there was no doubt. There was no doubt in our mind that we scoured that hill, looking for any sign. And there's snow around. There was no sign whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I mean, snow definitely helps with the back mm-hmm. end of things too. And I mean, even though it was cold, we were all rocking our um, Cal Ranch coveralls. So we were stylish. Oh, yeah. We were stylish Not and an warm. Ad? Not yeah. a sponsor. Not sponsored, but, if you but would hopefully. Like to sponsor Cal Ranch. We really liked the coveralls. Kept us all warm. Chef's kiss. There coveralls were a godsend. <laughs> Very helpful. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, it was a blast. Heck yeah. We'll obviously have more hunting stories to come and whatever. Um, I mean, every year is a new adventure and excited to hunt again down there because. I haven't had a tag down there. I wouldn't mind one day having a tag myself down there. Next so. year. Hopefully. Cool. You can take my tag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. We're due. It's Shave about the mustache and you, you could be due. a Callan Freestone. You are. Me so and you. Well, I guess you had one this year, but I haven't had one. So I've had deer tag. Stay I think, tuned. I think next goal, you guys, is to get Brooklyn one. Yeah. Like one that's hands down. Yeah, girl. Her deer. Wall worthy out also here. Also get Brooklyn in a tent down there. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Baby steps, baby steps. Baby steps. Baby, we got to get a tag steps. first. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Thanks for having us, Colt. Yeah, yep. thank you. Thank you so no much problem. for having us. Fun to relive it. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Wired Up Outdoors. For more content, head to our Instagram or Facebook at Wired Up Outdoors to see pictures and videos from today's episode. And while you're at it, give us a follow and share today's post with a friend. And hey, if you love what you heard today, please take a moment to rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform. Your support goes a long way in helping us reach more people like you. Thanks again for tuning into Wired Up Outdoors. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys.